Hey, we got uh, yes. a couple of minutes real quick that we check in with all our homies across the world. Shout out to everybody from Oklahoma City, Australia, and anywhere else you might find yourself right now. What's up, Dave? How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Just uh, just appreciative of all of our listeners out there. I know it's been a couple of days since we've been on, um, but uh, both uh, Mark and I have been busy with work, and I've been dealing with sick kids and sick wife, which has COVID yet again. So she tracks COVID like, well, we can't say that. So anyways, um, hope everybody's doing well. <laughs> so, um. The season is rapidly approaching. Whew. So close, man. But we're still trying to recover from FIBA. I'm, I'm pretty much recovered, but I got up at like around five today and it wasn't a problem. So I'm back, bitches. I hope you guys are ready for it. But um, what do we expect, bro? Um, Shea MVP, Western Conference Finals. That's it. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you is that um, I've been... Um, I've been asking everybody via email um, professionals um, and ESPN and stuff like that to give Oklahoma city thunder some more love. Um, Give us the love baby. I I've been really on this uh, dynamic uh, approach of uh, their misunderstanding what's going to happen in Oklahoma city this year. And so my very well-written letters steamed towards ESPN of please, please, please stop saying that this team and that team is going to be great and why are we talking about Damian Lillard and the Blazers they're not going to be relative I'm sorry you know like it's just not so I, I just get kind of fed up when there's all this other energy that's put towards other teams so for me it's on this page of I need other people to realize how serious Oklahoma City Thunder is going to be this year because for me I'm one person I have a mic I have a pretty good awesome following of people that listen to our show but the reality of it is is trying to convince anybody else that Oklahoma City Thunder is real right now is is a losing um, a mindset <laughs> because nobody thinks that Oklahoma City Thunder is going to be real right now. I mean, there's Good. one or two professionals that I guarantee you will be like, okay, they're going to be all right. But we're we're the front runners, guys. Like, if you believe it, like with us, and you've been on this road with us, and you're right there, and you guys believe it with us, saying that this team is going to be special because, I mean, you could take. Shea's stats from last year. You could take J-Dubs. You could take uh, uh, Josh Giddies and, and Dortz. And all of them are going to get better. And I think that if you add in Chet, then we add in more points. So, again, when last year I said this team could be 10, 15 points better than this team we had last year, like, and everybody laughed at me and said that's an enormous m- number. Like, there's no way that team could average almost 120-something points a game. But I think we could. I think this team could average 120 something points a game and it's going to be scary. Historic baby. I think we could be a historically good offense. You look at where Shea was and the fact that the rest of the team wasn't quite really where they needed to be last year, but taking a step forward over the summer, we've seen some real progress. You know, I had a dream last night, Dave, please Um, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Poku comes in the game. First time on the court in a while. Why do we have dreams about Poku? Dude. And it's like, I wonder, my first thought was, I wonder if he's going to make an impact, like, or how long it will take to make an impact. I wonder what level he's at. And so they drive right at Poku, right? Mm. And he looks like old Poku, like they're going to score on him and he takes contact. And then all of a sudden he extends and he blocks the shot. And it Mm. was like, 
oh shit, it took him one play to make an impact. Like that's what I think like a lot of these guys are at. And a lot sure. of that comes down to, I think it, the way that coach Degnall um, put the minutes for the players throughout the year, mm. like the year prior, if you were young, you were going to play this last year. It wasn't like that. Mm. And every player had to be ready to go from the second they stepped on the court or they were coming out of the game. And that was frustrating for certain players. They didn't handle that as well as when they knew they were going to play every night, no matter what. But Poku, mm, watch out for Poku. Kenny, watch out for Kenny. These guys are impact players. They're ready to go and they're healthy. Man, I want to talk about a few different lineups. The five lineups that I'm really excited about. It's simple this. It's changing one player out. You ready for this? One player is going to be changed on that starting lineup. And you're going to see Jay will go in. Right? So you yep. got your starting lineup. You see Jay will go in. All right. Will. The next start um next lineup I want to talk about is when Poku goes in. Right? Poku goes in, he becomes a shot blocker next to Chet, right? They do great things. You have Jay Will taking charges next to Chet, different dynamics, different aspects to bring to them. Too cool. Then you bring in too cool. Then you bring in um uh uh Kenny Hustle. Balls to the wall. Everything's hustle. Everything gets intense. Everything brings up a notch, right? So that's the three lineups right there. The fourth lineup I want to talk about is you add, right, our pure shooter, mm. Isaiah Joe out there. Get Bam. him out there. Right? And the last one that's not our starting lineup, like I'm, I'm going away from the starting lineup, is adding Mistich out there. Mm. All right? Like, here's the thing about that, all right? Five lineups, five different players there. And they're all coming off the bench. And I think if you look at it as Coach D and the way that he coaches and he, the way that he understands the game, right, he is going to have these, these guys come in whenever uh, there's a weakness on the floor. Because you have five different, I mean, totally different personalities, totally different guys, totally different things they bring to the table. You could go and, and, and bring up any lineup in the NBA with just those five guys. You know, so that now you are only 10 deep through through your um, lineup right now, 11 deep. And I think that's what's so so powerful about this is that we're not even getting into some of these other players that I know are going to be phenomenal out there. But just taking out, let's just say Dort out of that start out, starting lineup and adding one of those five guys to that starting lineup right there. What up, it makes you one of the most deadly offensive teams in the league and then turning around and making one of the most deadly defensive teams in the league because Jay Will's going to get almost 100 charges this next year. You're going to have Poku's going to average probably damn close to 100 or get 150 blocks this next year, if not more, right? Chet's going to do way more than 150 blocks. So like you were seeing just that, just that dynamic right there. And you got, you got Dort that's setting all those records on, on off the ball um, screens that he gets those charges called on him or on them. So if you look at the dynamic of just those guys and what they bring to the table, like I would not want to play against Oklahoma City. And then you start understanding of how deep this team is and why we believe that this team could win 50 plus games. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite obvious, man. Like there is no other team in the NBA that's set up like this at all. There is no other team in the NBA that has the player depth that we have, that has the starting um, ability to be able to say, we're taking one player out. And we're going to add a shooter. And now we're one of the best shooters because we have on the floor at one time, we could have Jay Will, which I think is a 40% shooter from three. I think you have Isaiah Joe, 40 plus percent shooter from three. I think J-Dub, 40 plus um, shooter from three. I think Josh Giddy gets there, right? I think Chet gets there, okay? 
Like this team is designed and, and we all know Shea can shoot 40% from three. He's done it in, in past seasons. This team is designed, right, to have these guys spread out completely on the floor. We saw it in, in FIBA. It was the, the outline of what's happening with this Oklahoma City Thunder team. You spread out. You let Shea get to the hole and you see if you can get an open shot. If you don't get an open shot, you pass the ball around to see if you can get an open drive. Getting an open drive allows you to find a guy that has an open shot. We could do that all day in 25 seconds, 24 seconds, just all day, you know, like go to the hole, go to the hole, pass, boom, wide open shot for Jay Will, three, wide open shot for Isaiah Joe, wide open shot for J-Dub, wide open shot for Shea. Like they can't guard all of our guys, guys, especially when they're double downing on Shea. It's over, man. Over. Yeah, if that doesn't tickle your pickle, then get the fuck out of here, guys. So if you guys are like us and you watch FIBA, then you, you know, like, there were a couple of countries that have just, like, the best style of basketball. Uh, obviously, we, we're big fans of Australia and Canada, for sure. Um, and we think the U.S. <laughs> has a particularly ugly brand of basketball or they demonstrated it. But I want to just say this, and this is controversial, I have no doubt, but Serbia has the most beautiful brand of basketball in the world. And if Ooh. after watching FIBA, you don't get excited about the idea of having Mitic, a Serbian, on our team, then you didn't watch because holy shit, bro. His level of game, I assume because of the highlights I watched and plus what Serbia does when the ball moves, it snaps from side to side. The ball finds shooters and everybody's a threat. Like, I, like, Sign me up, dude. That shit was like crack. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I guess. What up, Eclipse? It's hard not, Eclipse, it's hard not to get excited about this team. Like, Mark and I have been watching this team, like, I think in the last five years, Mark and I probably missed uh, six games total, seven games total. Um, In the last three years, I think we've probably missed three games. Um, like we, we literally breathe Oklahoma city thunder. Like we could do an NBA podcast and we've, we've tried before, but we get like bored. Talk about the thunder. The <laughs> we whole get time. so fucking bored because all we want to do is talk about the Oklahoma city thunder. And like, that's where that's at. Like to me, like there's just no doubt about it that when it's coming to this team, like we've been waiting for this moment, you know, since, since KD left, I'm sorry, we have, we've been waiting for this moment since KD left. And now that it's here. Like, it's hard not to get excited. It's hard not to get amped up. It's hard not to start feeling feelings that you haven't felt in 13 years. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's hard, you know, like, like, hey. literally, it's fucking hard. <laughs> it's very hard. Hey, and like Eclipse, I mean, sorry, like Mwani said, the offseason is going to be over in a week. It's on, baby. It's here, baby. Buckle up, bitches. It's here. Catch you guys on the flip side.